Hi, and welcome to the Define Your Exit podcast from Emergent. At Emergent, it's our mission to own and operate an active portfolio of exceptional brands that have long-term vision and turn them into category leaders. Now, every week we discuss valuable strategies with industry leaders and service providers that will maximize your business valuation and allow you to define what selling your business looks like. Whether you're looking to sell your business tomorrow or just curious to learn more about the Amazon aggregator space, this podcast is for you. Now, I'm your host, Barkas Patty, and I'm grateful to be part of the Amazon community for over six years, working in the software space and selling on Amazon since 2015. In that time frame, I've helped thousands of businesses launch products on Amazon and build great software for analytics, marketing, and customer engagement. And we'd love to connect with you and answer any questions you have about exiting your business and starting that next chapter of your life. Go to Emergent.com to contact us or email me directly at Barkus at Emergent.com. That's B-A-R-C-U-S at E-M-E-R-G-A-N-T dot com. Thanks for listening and please subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you can get notified about every new episode. Hey everybody, Barkus Patty here with Define Your Exit Podcast. It's episode 15. I have my friend Keith O'Brien here with Page.1. Um, today we're going to talk about a lot of things about advertising, but specifically um, about video on advertising. And it's kind of this new topic, like not a lot of people are using this, uh, but, but Keith is going to dive into this and, and be the expert today. Uh, so Keith, uh, pleasure to have you on today. Thanks, man. I, I usually have the most Irish name in the room, but you know, when you're sitting online with Barker's Patty, then, uh, you know, <laughs> it's that, uh, Patty's actually English. So I thought it was, um, I thought it was Irish and, um, but like I have, I have a lot of Irish um, ancestors. Um, so, but yeah, like I looked it up a long time ago. I think on ancestry.com, and like my that pad, the Paddy lineage is is English. So I think P A D D Y would probably be yes, the Irish or I. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, that was the, that was a little tra- uh, divergence off the topic. <laughs> what, what did you ask me? <laughs> Just welcome you to the podcast. Nice. Awesome. Thanks, man. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's talk. I want to I want uh, I want to do a little intro like everybody asks everybody, like how you got started. But, uh, you know, for people that don't know anything about page dot one, I want to talk a little bit about you, like how you got started in this community and how you created page dot one. Yeah, sure. So uh, for those of that have been around for a long time, um, I. Oh, you muted yourself. There we go. You know what happened is the connection went weird ah. and it just muted me. Um, so anyway, I'll speed up. Uh, yes. So about seven, a little over seven years ago, I, I partnered into a company called I Love to Review. It was the first um, independent product review company for Amazon back in the, the glory days when you know, we could all rank products in a couple of weeks, uh, yeah. whichever. So a friend of mine uh, started that company. Um, I opened up an office with them here in Fort Lauderdale. And then he wanted to move on to do an educational company. Uh, and they built that out. And so I came in and took over as CEO. I think that was maybe like May of 2015. Um, and that was fun. I mean, it was that was the first time I was involved with Amazon. Uh, we created a very cool platform. We had thousands of customers all over the country, all over the world. 
Yeah. And, you know, and we had, you know, I guess most importantly, we had helped a lot of people make a lot of money on Amazon. And, and so when uh, Amazon changed the rules and pulled the rug out from under us, I mean, we had a company whose name was now against terms of service. I love to review. Uh, so if we wanted to stay in the Amazon space, we had to pivot. And so we did. And um, I mean, how the agency started really is, Bark, is we were if you remember, like, cause I know you were on one of those early kind of review launch uh, companies as yeah. well. And uh, we were, we were more of a white glove service. Whereas a lot of companies were websites and SaaS products. And really you didn't, you couldn't talk to anybody. You just went in there and hooked your stuff up and it was all self-serve and we were a little bit different. And so after a little while of running campaigns, you know, everyone just wanted to now, okay, well, how do we improve our actual results? So we started just freely consulting on, uh, you know, on-page optimization, content, images, and we just were giving out free advice because it made our campaigns work better, right? So that's kind of how we got into it. And so we were developing our best practices for, for how to write copy and keyword placement, you know, how to create a, an image stack that was actually compelling. And I mean, seven years ago, man, like, you know, the average listing had two, two, three photos. They all were awful. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you know, hundreds, not thousands of words of, uh, uh, of content. So it was really early and, and we just gave it out. And so when we shut that company down, you know, we saw this big need. No one knows how to optimize their listings. No, there wasn't, there really at the time weren't even any, any keyword tools, right? So uh, so that's how we started. And we, we started really kind of opposite most agencies because we knew like SEO and conversion really well. We kind of, we started with, with copy. We bolted on photography and design. Then we bolted on advertising management and then brand management and then we recently added video we had we've been doing video for our in-house clients for for years but I, I couldn't really ever figure out how to effectively price high quality video for e-commerce yeah. uh, because it's a challenge right like you know if you have a 20 SKU catalog like you know and uh, typical i mean that could be hundreds of thousands of dollars in in uh in video content um uh, and so sometimes that's necessary, sometimes it's not. And uh, so we figured out kind of a pricing model and we launched it out as a service maybe three or four months ago. And it's our fastest growing team now. Um, so that's awesome, man. Congrats. Yeah. And, it, and it makes sense too. like, I mean, social media has just gravitated towards video, like their algorithms give you more juice when you do videos. And if they're, you know, it, catered with different variables right but like that's what drives more engagement and more follows and likes and right. shares and so uh and it makes sense on a on a just such a huge thing i can't even call it just a website that amazon right. is just a thing right uh but just something as huge as amazon it just kind of makes sense that it's going to be growing and i still think like it's one of those things where a lot of businesses that just they, they haven't really grasped it. And, and I, I always say this, but like there's a, you have to be of a creative mind to really, uh, to obviously create and edit the videos, but to like also get why you need it, right? Sure. Um, like it just takes, it just takes a different kind of mindset. And the same, same thing with like analyzing PPC, right? I'm not good at that. I can figure it out, but I'm good at understanding 
videos and like the creative side. So sure. everybody has their place in the world, but um, yeah, like it makes sense. That's awesome, man. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, they all serve a purpose. I mean, I think like if you look at like a website um, off Amazon, like your own independent branded website, you know, one of the things that you're working to do almost right out of the gate is reduce your bounce rate, right? Like, so, you know, how many people come on and then never get past page one? Um, uh, and, you know, on Amazon, you know, all the statistics point to the longer someone stays on your product detail page, the higher your, your sales are going to go. Yep. Right. So, you know, like, uh, a plus content has some of the, some of that value and some of that juice. Right. So that keeps people on your page longer than if you don't have it. Right. Um, really good images right? Forget about like what they do. Like if you just strip away all the psychological conversion factors, like really good images are going to keep people on your detail page. Really good content is going to keep people on your detail page for the, for the 20% of people that read that crap. Right. Yeah. Um, and video is probably one of the, is, is probably the best way to keep someone on your detail page longer. Right. And, uh, so, and it almost doesn't matter, right? Like, you can get creative. There's a lot of different ways to go about video for your, you know, for your actual, you know, seventh image detail page. And we can get into that more, but you know, ultimately, you know, it's a tool to keep someone it's, it increases engagement, right? Absolutely. And when you increase engagement, your, your chances of making a sale are much, much better. Tell me about like, is there a different, uh, this is something I'm not hundred percent familiar with, but which is, there's a ton of stuff, <laughs> but, um, uh, when, it, when we talk about advertising, like Amazon advertising as quickly morphed, like five years ago, it was very basic, right? You could, yeah. most people could get it. Now it's like looking into the matrix or trying to look into it. Like there's a, there's so many going on. There's so many different types of campaigns. There's, so is there, is there specific types of advertising that will only allow video? Yep. Yeah. Sponsored brand video. So it's a, it's underneath sponsored brands. Um, uh, and there's a, a, a variety of things under sponsored brands now, but sponsored brand video, uh, which will allow you to, you know, create a uh, length is, 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 is open. Um, what we have found is that, you know, depending on how that video designed somewhere in that 25, 30 second, you know, range is, is solid. Um, and that, those are the videos that are going to show up in the, in the actual SERP, right? So it's usually, you know, row of sponsored products, uh, maybe a row of of the first row of organic, maybe, right? Maybe. And then you've got the highly rated, you've got the editorial section, and then usually right under that, sometimes right above it, sometimes underneath it is the video, right? The video, um, yeah. Uh, and the reason it's it's compelling right now, and it won't always be this way, right? Because it's still relatively new, right? So, yeah. you know, sponsored brand videos has been have been around, you know, a couple of years max. It's been a you know open out of beta, maybe a year, right? So, the you know everything in advertising on Amazon is is all supply and demand, right? So. You know, right now there's still a fairly large uh, supply available of placements that still don't even have any video, right? So, um, 
uh, or the number of advertisers that are competing on video is much, much smaller than, than, than uh, like sponsored products, right? Sponsored yeah. ads. You know, sponsored ads, because it's been around the longest, it's the easiest to run, is by far the most competitive, right? Um, video is, is towards the bottom still. And so there is this, you know, kind of time, uh, you know, oppor opportunity cost for brands to get the speed on video because, you know, that's going to, it'll be, equally as competitive, you know, and not too distant future. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> the um, it's it's you're right that it's so new that I think it puts your brand on a different level because Amazon's had some videos, but there's for like super high brands, right? Like, you know, yeah. maybe Adidas or L'Oreal or something. So when you have your brand there, like I think that there's a consumer like subconscious, like, oh, wow, they're a big deal. Like they're not yeah. just somebody making something out of their garage kind of brand. And it's so, new, to the, new to the consumer too, right? They're yeah. like, oh, what is this? There's moving yeah. pictures on Amazon. That's, that's cool. <laughs> moving pictures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's really, there's, there's, there's four different places that video can live. So you've got, there's, you can put video in your storefront, which is great. Um, you know, the, the, the numbers we're seeing out of storefronts today just blow me away, right? Like some, really? of, our brands, some of the brands we manage are, are doing 25, 30% of their sales through their store, which That's is awesome. Yeah, it's, it's phenomenal, right? And so, whereas, you know, three years ago, like when we when you started looking at storefronts, they're like, oh yeah, no one really goes to those things, right? But um, we, had a, we had a former uh, former client that, they were their 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 revenue per visitor, not per sale, per visitor on their store was was over twenty dollars, right? <laughs> this is nuts, right? I mean, they sell decently priced high, you know, higher end. Yeah, games. yeah. Still, like you know, the number of stores I've seen that are underutilized that like their average order value is higher on their store than on than overall, you know, and that's that's opportunity to build them out, right? So you can put video just on your, on your homepage, you can put it on your internal pages. Um, it can replace, you know, image number seven on your detail page. You know, you can load it up under the sponsor, the video shorts, uh, and then obviously advertising, um, yeah. you know, and, and advertising is one of those things like, and this is kind of how we, why we developed the packages the way we did. You need, you need versions, you need lots of different, you know, styles to test and, you know, the, the crappy one that's probably done on the best least budget might outperform everything else. You just don't know. You just never know. You just don't I, know. I heard about this um, strategy. I can't remember the guy's name. I think he was from a company called Blitzmetrics, um, e-commerce company. But they do the back in the day, they would teach people how to do this thing called a dollar a day strategy. Now, this is not effective anymore at a dollar, but basically you would create. Nine you get a half videos. a click. Yeah. Maybe, um, but uh, you uh, but basically you create nine videos and you can dive deeper into like what how to structure them. But basically sure. the, the idea was create a playlist of videos and run those on Facebook and, and see what works. And so like the first three would be uh, awareness videos and the other, the other three would be consideration. The other three would be conversion. And then if somebody watched like 10 seconds of that video, then they would retarget them to another one. And it just made sense because he's like, you just always keep at least nine videos because like if one underperforms, cool, throw something else up there and replace sure. it because you just never know what works. The dumbest things in the world work in advertising. Yeah. 
Well, this is what happens. And this is why, um, you know, we've done what we've done is because, you know, you see a lot of people getting in the video and they're like, oh yeah, we need video for our product and they'll make one. Right. And, and then they'll put it up and then whatever the results are, right. Like there's nothing. That's the, the biggest change in Amazon advertising is over the last couple of years is it's turned into a full fledged, you know, full funnel advertising uh, platform. And like back in the day, there was nothing to test, right? Sponsored ads, you, you, you just, you're, you're not testing, you're optimizing, right? You're optimizing yeah. bids and keywords. You know, now there's so many things that like the front end of your ad is creative based. And, and anytime you've got, a, you know, something creative on the front of the ad, you have to test it, right? You have to, right? Yeah. Like does the sponsored brand ad pull better with just your logo or does it pull with a custom creative, right? Yeah. Um, uh, you know, logic intuition tells you it's going to pull better on the custom creative, but you don't ever, you don't know. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, what, you know, in all the videos they start playing, you know, they start auto playing, but they start playing without sound. Right. So, you know, like you could have a great storyline, but if that first three to five seconds is not like, is if the, the job that, yeah, yeah. The, the job of the first, like, there's all these, like, kind of ways that you break down a video. And this is, I'm going to geek out for you on a second. Oh, you're fine. Like, it's... like, the first three to five seconds of the video, the job is to get them to stop the scroll, right? And then get them to turn on the sound. Like, that's yeah. the job of the first couple of seconds, right? And then the really the job of the video is to get them to click, right? Like, <laughs> That's kind of it. Like you could say that it's also to, to start them down the funnel psychologically. Sure. And if you can do that, great. But ultimately, if you boil the, the video's job down to one thing, it's get them to click, right? Yeah. So, I mean, they can't buy it. They got to go into your detail page, right? So, yeah. yeah. It's, it, it's interesting that they don't turn the video, the, the sound on, I guess. I don't know. Maybe they, I'm sure that they've tested it, right? So well, it's annoying, right? It's annoying. Yeah. It's annoying. I, I want to say there was a regulation. Wasn't there, I, I could be completely making this up, but wasn't there a regulation on like websites or something about auto playing ads? Maybe back in the day. Maybe. I mean, maybe. maybe I dreamt about it. Who knows? I, but I want to say that, like, I don't know, or maybe it just got so much negative attention. That, that nobody yeah. That I thought, I think I saw, I don't know, if I, I haven't seen it again, where like, uh, the add to cart button was showing up in the search results, right? Um, really? Yeah. Okay. So, um, but anyway, we can edit that one out if I'm making it up because, yeah. you know, okay. it's interesting, right? And then, yeah. then all the things that show up in the search have a much, much bigger weight, right? But yeah, I mean, I, I think that like testing is is such an underrated thing in, in you know, e-commerce and Amazon in general, because it's like, Oh, I made one video and it's done amazing. We're good. But it's like, you can't, you can't measure anything, right? If you don't, if you don't test, like you, if let's say you make 10 videos, like you really can, at that point you can measure what, and then you can do this with anything. Like you can, sure, you know, you can test listing prices and, and titles and stuff. But like, if you don't have variables, like you can't test it. If you don't, like you might find videos that do better than what you think is already amazing. And, and, but you have like quantitative data to back up, like, your feelings, right? Right. And, and then like, there's so many, right? Like, 
there's so many variables that influence the results from the top to the bottom of the funnel on Amazon, right? So you, you take a, you know, you take a video ad um, and it gets certain results, right? Well, okay. But, you know, so what influences that? The actual, obviously the, you know, the, the creative on the, on the video, but then even, even that may be good. You don't know, right? Because it, the, the, the placement of it, the bid, the keywords you're targeting, the match type, all these things are going to influence the results, right? And, and you don't necessarily know at the beginning which ones of those are the ones that are creating the success or not, right? So you could have a good video that could perform well, but you may have it on broad match type and it's not going to, maybe it's just set up in a way that doesn't perform well against broad, right? Yeah. Um, but as you niche down and get it more targeted, it may kick ass on exact match types, right? Because it's going to be so much more relevant to those, to those keywords, those search terms. So you just got to play around with it. You got to test. And that's where, you know, hopefully you have good ad people and, and they're, they're optimizing and looking for all that, that different data. Yeah. And Amazon's gotten a lot better over the years at like uh, with advertising. I feel like there's been a big focus in it. I mean, obviously yeah. it's just a money machine for them, Yeah, but not just introducing new features, but it has gotten better at looking at the data. Like they're, yeah, they're slowly peeling back that onion and like, you know, things like, uh, like Amazon attribution, where you can run, where you can at least track, you can measure outside, uh, ads and see how they perform on Amazon. Like these, yeah. there's these things like building out the Amazon advertising, but then also layering that with brand registry is like, you know, we are, we already know that like consumers love brands, like they love branding. And then Amazon really coming in there and taking hold of like it just speaks to the volume of like this is the day and age to like really build a brand you know that yeah. can, that can whether it lives on and off Amazon or just Amazon is irrelevant these days like it, it's but you want to build this thing right um, that that could you know maybe you do yeah. maybe you don't do well on Shopify but maybe you maybe you know you do amazing on Amazon and then you kill it on Walmart too so. Yeah. And, you know, I think ultimately consumers, like we want to find things that we like, right. And we want, and we're relatively loyal when we do. Right. So, I mean, we've had clients that, you know, launch new like consumable products that I was amazed at how fast their recurring orders, you know, started stacking up. Right. Yeah. Uh, in the first couple of months, you know, 20, 25, 30% uh, reorders. And I'm like, this is, this is amazing. Right. So, um, uh, you know, when others are going to be, you know, can be higher, but I mean, we like to like things, right. And yes. we're, we're fast to act, slow to change, you know, as creatures. And, uh, so if you can capture someone's attention, which is, you know, harder to do today than ever before, uh, yeah. you know, you have a decent shot at keeping them right. And, and, you know, the old adage used to be that there's no brand loyalty on Amazon, which is, you know, honestly, just not true. Right. It's just, it's just not true. We, yeah. uh, um, which is why, like, if you ever been in the back of an account and you see really jacked up conversion rates, like sometimes you'll see a conversion rate on a, on a skew, 80%, right? Uh, I've seen them over a hundred percent and you're like, what? Well, that doesn't make any sense. Right. But it's what it is, is, is it's not just people ordering more than one product. It's people going back into their app or their, into the store and just clicking on buying it again without ever going through the search results again. And uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
So you're, you, I mean, I've seen back ends where the number of units, uh, this, this number, the orders were higher yeah. than the sessions. Huh? So they don't measure. That's cool. It, it, what's interesting that they don't measure that. Right. That's um, unfortunate that they don't measure that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 it seems like every year you, you see like, I guess like the trend of like a subscribe and save, like how much of that revenue continues to go up. Like yeah. I've seen some consumable brands that are like 30% of the revenue is subscribed and saving them. And it's like, you don't have to do anything. Like you're not even running ads. Like you're not, you know, they don't even have to pick up their phone. Um, it's just automatically delivered. And I mean, we, you know, it, it makes sense. Like we've got a lot of things just like the, you know, just basic commodities. Cause I don't want to think about, are we out of paper towels? Right. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, like it's, it's, it's super interesting how, these kind of things start taking effect. The I wanted to ask you a question about these videos. Um, when you make the videos on Amazon, like I know that they they scrub them as much as they can with like a robot or computer or whatever. But can you put like a, a, like a closed caption on it? Hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's it's a great way to get people engaged on with a video ad because that's going to be playing in the closed caption. You're going to be you're, you can't help but read it. Yeah. And then you're like, well, I don't want to read it. I want to hear it. And so you, you want to click it off. Right. So, um, yeah. So closed caption or really good early in the in the video graphics are, are really important. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think I think both are, are beneficial, but no, for sure the video. Uh, I was just curious because that's how that's how social media trends, right? Like, you know, I my wife got me when we started dating. She was always watching everything with closed captions. Like, why do you do this? But now it makes sense. Like, especially when we got kids just running around the house and the dishwasher's going and somebody's slamming a door and you yeah. know, like it's <laughs> so it makes sense. But like a lot of social media content, um, especially from people that are that are selling something um that like when they're speaking right like you see yeah. the caption so you know yeah. i don't want to wake my wife up with me watching some you know uh some guy on on facebook late at night yeah. right like it's, <laughs> so um yeah man i think that uh what's interesting too about like being in the aggregator space and m a space too is how much the aggregators will look at advertising like if you if you go to sell your business right one of the things that they want to look at is like how good is that advertising like sure. they don't want you know they don't want to see ag they don't want to see super high a cost they don't want to see like you know you you know 50 percent of you know annual rev something crazy like that is is advertising um but they you know we look at things like what's your annual percentage like how much are you spending annually like month over month but annually uh based on your annual revenue and if you're just going up in spending is it working or not? Right. So those, sure. a lot of that stuff happens in due diligence, but, um, I, you know, until I got in here, like I didn't realize like it was one of those things that, you know, we really look at it because it, it makes a lot of sense. Like, you know, were you testing something back in June, you know, like things like, um, like back in for 2020, looking back there when, when everybody, well, not everybody, but a lot of, of brands and just e-commerce in general had a COVID bump, right? A COVID spike in sales. You would see a lot of uh, of just that that bump in, in everything, but then you would also see a spike in in advertising spend. And, and a lot of people were just like, well, we just left our campaigns going because they were running. So we just increased the bids and just, and it, you know, it all worked. So. Yeah, I think, I think looking at any of those things as, um, 
you know, data and metrics are always dependent, right? So, you know, high ACOS isn't bad. It's depends, right? I mean, yeah. uh, high tacos isn't necessarily bad. It depends, you know, high percentage of sales coming from ads isn't necessarily bad. It just depends. Right. And so it depends on, you know, what the business is trying to do, uh, where the market is, right. Um, what the category is, where the competition is. And, you know, sometimes like if you want to grab market share, you really don't have, uh, any other options than, than, than drop, than just paying for it and buying your way oh, yeah. into the table. Right. So, uh, you know, we have a brand right now. This, this is a kind of a cool one. We, we, we helped her launch a couple of years ago. We did her first at creative assets, you know, photography, content, all that stuff. And, uh, you know, she came out of the game and she crushed it. You know, she was doing six figures a month, uh, within first 90 days on just a couple of products. Right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, now like we, we've always done all of her creative work. Right. And, uh, we picked up her, uh, ad account, uh, a couple months ago, you know, and she'd almost just, just slightly under a seven figure last 30 days of the, of the uh, season. Um, and, uh, just killing it, but you know, a good chunk of her, of her sales came from advertising, like higher than normal, but at a great ACOS and just, just absolutely killed it. Right. Just, just crushed it. So it all depends. And where she's going to be sitting going into Q1 because she invested in that is going to be, is really going to be very, very strong. Right. So, you know, it's always got to, there's always an end to the means. Like as long as you're going somewhere that makes yeah. sense is intelligent, you know, you can, you can kind of flush out, you know, any strategy to make sense. Absolutely. The, um, the you've been around for a while and especially like with launching products and stuff. So I, I want to talk about that for a minute, if you want, if, it, if that's okay, but because it's like, you know, back in the day, you could almost launch a product for five grand or something. Right. Sure. Um, but these days it's like, I, I, I'm almost scared to try to source anything. Like if you have this great idea now, like, even if you have all the money in the world, like it's probably going to take a year before it gets to Amazon from the conception to there. Right. Just in the eight months of that is, you know, it, at least eight months is, is just waiting on suppliers and getting it shipped and getting it checked in. It's like, and then, so there's all this downtime, right. And then there's all, there's so much pressure. I'm not, I guess it's not pressure, but, um, you have to, you have to come in hard with yeah. advertising on Amazon to make a wave these days, right? Like it's, it's really, you know, they've closed that ecosystem down. <laughs> um, and, and it makes sense. Right. Um, but you know, these days, I think like, I want to, I, I guess what I want to ask you is like, what do you see is like a, just like a rough average because every category of product is different. Like, well, it's a rough average of like how much money are, uh, is everybody spending on advertising costs? Like related, like, are they spending like 30 to 40% of I guess like the the monthly rev or is it more than that? Uh, or yeah, I mean, look, I think that you're right. I mean, it's it's uh, we would be lying to say it's it's easier today than it was you know two years ago or three years ago. It's it's just not true. Um, you know, you put all the all the changes that have happened in the last 
you know, two years with supply chain and, and, uh, and raw materials being slow. Um, you know, our record this in the last year is we had a client that has a 53 week production cycle on one of their products. So, I mean, and it's always your best selling crap, right? So, um, I mean, my, like, I have a small brand that, you know, went from, uh, when I first started manufacturing a few years ago, 90 days, uh, production cycle, it's now eight months. Right. Um, and so it's, and you know, the trick on e-commerce, how many times can I turn my inventory a year? Right. But when you're waiting, I mean, that's eight months production cycle. So in today's world, you know, it's not 30 days on the water anymore, right? Like it's, it's way longer than that. And then you might be sitting in Long Beach for, uh, you know, that's, that's 30 six. days. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then Amazon's not fast. Like, you know, you, no. we, used to, we used to get stuff, you know, the day it arrived at Amazon, it was a hundred percent checked in in two, you know, 10 days to two weeks. Now, if you start getting anything checked in in two weeks, you're like, woo, you know, it's I know right. So I think back to your question. So yeah, every, so I think the, People need to prepare for the staying power that's necessary. Um, it's a lot more cash out before it starts coming back in, uh, yeah. especially if you're selling anything that's that's premium, right? Um, you know, I have uh, you know I have multiple products that have a landed cogs of thirty some odd dollars, right? So it's a lot of money out, right? Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, so, and then advertising, right? I think. I think you got to push yourself over the hump, right? So, so I remember the very first amazing.com event that I went to, right? You know, I think Ryan Moran was on, on stage talking about, you just got to get over the hump. And he, he was using it like 10 units a day or something like that. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I think you can do slow methodical launches, right? um that don't break the bank still um like we've launched a, a skew on a small client where we had 20 to 30 percent 35 percent a cost from the very first month we're just not doing big volume right because you can't as a brand new seller go compete against you know the established sellers and think you're just going to take their real estate with you know without a fight and they're going to fight tooth and nail on it mm-hmm. so if you want to come around like the, the, the side door or the back door and go after a lot of lower competition stuff, you can still launch a product and not be crazy upside down. Right. Yeah. Um, but if you want to, if you want to come guns blazing, you're going to spend some money. Right. It's like the, uh, like remember the, the Facebook movie, the social network, right? Like there's this scene where uh, the Zuckerberg character is talking to, uh, uh, the, the, the other guy, the Sean, Sean, uh, whatever that guy, mm-hmm. that guy, the Napster guy. Right. Yeah. 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 And, uh, um, they're talking about, Hey, you know, how many schools are we in? Uh, oh yeah, we're, we're in UT, but A&M's giving us pushback. So what we did is we went to all the schools around A&M, all the smaller ones. Right. And it's called the little, little bighorn. Right. So, so. The little bighorn would be on Amazon, kind of like going after the long, medium, and long tail from the day one, uh, so that you're not getting caught up in the fray against the big boys. Um, uh, and so th- they're just different strategies. So 
You can yeah. do it on the cheap. You can do it slower. Um, or you can just come out and learn as much as you can, as fast as you can, so you can make better decisions and, and right justify yourself in months four, five, six. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I, would say. I think those, I think those long tail, the, you know, the, 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 I think those keywords get underlooked. Like they're, they're, they're kind of underrated. Like there's a little bit more effort that goes into doing it, but like with a proper strategy, like, you know, like every word in that keyword you're you have some juice to it right sure but if you if you do it right and 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 i also haven't done i haven't launched a product in two years so but uh what i would do is is find one core keyword of right whatever this product is and um and then find long tails around it right so your ranking for these are easier to do you're getting more real estate on amazon and you're also it's it's marginal right but if you're going to go after those lower keywords just a nice little it's a nice little boost on the core keyword yeah and and i'll, I'll tell you though because the, the the keyword and the research tools are getting so much better have gotten so much better and you know there's so many you know trainers and consultants and all that stuff the long tail is getting more competitive you know really couple, a couple months ago i saw a six word exact match long tail that had a cpc of four dollars and fifty cents oh my gosh yeah <laughs> right so like it's just nuts you, right? you want to tap the computer like is something wrong here yeah you know? you know and so people are getting better at it and you know as uh as competition i mean that's all fueled by competition right so sure you know it's it's a cross between search you know search volume and and the number of advertisers on it and you know they still could could, could cost you a bit, you know, because uh, five or six words back in the day used to be super long tail. You know, now it's right in the, it's right in the middle. Yeah. yeah, it's in the middle. You can do the penny launches. <laughs> yeah, not anymore. I mean, no. yeah, maybe if you're lucky. Well, yeah, but it also takes you six months to where if you had that capital, you could get there in half the time, right? Well, yeah. So. Yeah. But capital is what capital is what moves everything. Right. Like so the, um, you know, not just aggregators. Right. But like, you know, if you have, I don't know, let's, let's say fifty thousand dollars to invest in just a business, you're just in a much better place because you can just effectively advertise. You can get the great packaging from the jump. Right. You don't throw it in a bag. Um, right. You know, like there's effective you know, you have a website, I mean, maybe you don't sell anything on there, but you got that there just for when Amazon changes your title, be like, Hey, no, look, I've got a website, and, you know, right. uh, change it for that kind of stuff. So you can do all these things and maybe you get to hire some people, but it just saves you so much time. And, um, yeah. not that 50,000 is the de facto, what you need to get started. I mean, some people will probably say so, but, um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's amazing how quickly it's gone from, yeah, you just need a little bit of scratch and you can do it out of your house. And now it's like to re like to build this thing, to build this thing, this multi-million dollar business, which is not, you know, it's not unheard of. You just need your sure. capital. Yeah. So, and I think, look, I still, I think there's, there's small entry points in some areas, you know, absolutely. They're, just, they're just not as, as prevalent as they were before. Yeah. You know? um, I, yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I think that that has, that and also just supply chain issues those have really uh i don't want to say scare 
but it's made a lot of people apprehensive about like, oh, I've heard about selling on Amazon. Like I'll, I'll have somebody, you know, they'll like, hey, what do you do? Blah, 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 blah. Oh man, how do I get started? You know, and start talking to them and it's, and you start asking all these questions, you dive deep and it's like, you know, I can't wait a year to get a product. Like, and you know, so it's, yep. it's like, there's all these, all these hurdles you have to go through before you even have a product in your hands. Sure. And, and two of them are just have just been blown out of proportion. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and look back in the, you know, back even, even, I mean, st there's still, uh, we sound so old. We just keep saying back in back the day. In the day. Back in the day, you know, when we walked two miles uphill in the snow to school, well, we, you know, and deliver our products to Amazon. Oh, geez. You know, I think a uh, couple things I want to end with. I know we're coming to the top yeah. of the hour. Like, um, it, it used to be that if you entered a niche and you were against all like big international brands, like that was a, a juicy place to be because they were slow. They didn't give a crap about what their stuff looked like on Amazon and you could outmarket them six yeah. ways for Sunday. That's not the case anymore, right? And the big brands have started to, you know, started to step up their game. On our, on our, on our managed service side for Page One, our sweet spot is like that one to ten million dollar year brand. Um, but on on the creative services side, on our project based, about half of that business is with either other agencies or larger brands, right? And we're uh, we're going like we have a client that we've been we've been retooling their their catalog on on content for four years they have, they have 2500 SKUs. you know we're probably a thousand SKUs through their catalog at this point you know over the wow. last couple of years um and it's a big well-known company and they they're just stepping up their game and that's happening all over the place right oh yeah um I, and i wanted to you know just leave you with so what we did to make video affordable um and yes. is so we 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 started thinking, okay, so the, the biggest costs are coming when you start, okay, I want video for this product, right? And then you start the creative process and you're like, then you got to shoot it. You got to organize all the people, their places. Then you got to edit it, which is, you know, you know, a chunk of the cost as well. So what we did is said, okay, where, where's video creative going to need to live on Amazon for this SKU? And we plan it and shoot it all at the same time. So what that allows us to do is we have a, you know, the, the project may cost X, right? But what you're going to get delivered is you're going to get a, you know, 45 second video delivered for your detail page. You might get another video with a slightly different version of that for the storefront. And then we're going to do two to three ads for you at the same time. Um, so, and it's all cut from the same footage, right? We just get a little creative and the, the ads, we always recommend, Hey, we're going to cut two to three uh, ads for you for the same product. And we're going to have a slightly different intro on all of them. Yeah. So that we can test, you guys can test that. And so the per video cost ends up being incredibly uh, reasonable, right? Project costs, you spend a little bit of money, but the per video cost is fantastic. Um, and like, we're just about to launch a promo where we're going to do uh, an additional ad for you at no cost. So, you know, we do one and we'll crank another, the next one out for free uh, with a little slightly different uh, entry. So yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, so it's fun and they're affordable and, and uh, it's working really well for the, for the business and, you know, our margins are fine. And so we're able to, we just kind of sorted out the front and back end of video production and it's working really well. That's awesome. Like, and it's super smart. Like you just shoot a bunch, edit it, chop it all up into a few different videos. So it makes and we sense. think through it all in advance. Like we're like, okay, 
what are the, what are the three best ways given this product to get people's attention in the first three seconds? And those are our, we create different openings. And so, you know, we'll shoot them and we'll shoot them all at the same time. And it's, it takes a little longer to shoot, but you know, you're already there. So that you're, you're already incurring the costs. Yeah, absolutely. Um, man, I, I love the conversation. I, I, uh, I appreciate you coming on. Um, if anybody wants to talk to you, uh, or anybody at page one, what's the best way to, yeah. what's the best way to contact? Is there an email or should they come yeah, to the chat? So for company, um, uh, if you're inquiring about a service, just go to page one. It's not page one.com. It's page one. Uh, I think we're, we rank number one for page one.com too, but that's fine. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, there's live chat on the site. You can do a contact form. We have business, you know, people on biz dev account managers. If you want to connect with me personally, the, by far the best place is LinkedIn. So that's Keith B O'Brien. Um, and, uh, I don't do anything really business related on Facebook in terms of personal contacts anymore. So it's, you know, it's probably smart. If I haven't met you in person, I'm probably not going to accept a, a Facebook request. You yeah, know, it's 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 family and, and actual people that I hang out with when I go to events. Yeah, so, um, it was great to. By the speaking of that, and we'll end on it. It was great to see you at Prosper, and and I hope to let's hopefully the world doesn't try to end again, and uh, I'll see you again soon in 2022. Absolutely, no. absolutely, man. Thanks so much for having me on. Best of luck to you with uh, all that you're up to, and uh, I appreciate the time. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thanks for listening to What the Exit Podcast with your host, Barkas Patty from Emergent. Every week, I'm talking to industry leaders, brand owners, and service providers about what it's really taking to build that brand on Amazon these days in 2021 and going forward, and really how to maximize the value of the business of that great thing that you've built. If you have questions for us, you can always contact us. At, go to emergent.com, E-M-E-R-G-A-N-T.com. There's a contact us button. That'll go directly to me. You can also shoot me a message on social media, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, or you can shoot me an email at barkus at emergent.com. Um, be sure to comment. Let me know what you think about the podcast. If you, if you love it, subscribe to it. Tell a friend about it. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you.